Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, August 8th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Senate passed a $740 billion reconciliation package over the weekend. We'll take a look at what made it in, what didn't, and who's getting the credit. Number two, what we're watching this week. And number three, who we're watching. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Uh, you were up on Capitol Hill all weekend as the Senate moved to pass this massive reconciliation package. Uh, they got it done yesterday afternoon. But let's let's just kind of take a look at what actually made it in, what didn't. There was some drama, as there always is, along the way. Uh, and certainly a lot of people are getting and also taking credit here. Yeah, it was a big weekend uh, for the Senate. Uh, this this legislation, in some form, has been uh, has been in the works for eighteen months. I mean, since the existence of Punchbowl News, <laughs> this legislation has been in the works. Um, so, okay, so like this came from a deal, obviously, with Schumer and Mansion. And it took lots of twists and turns. Uh, let's kind of talk about this weekend. Um, so this weekend, there was a kind of a dust up over a tax provision in the bill, which allowed, which would have allowed theoretically uh, the government to tax private equity firms based on, this is an oversimplification, but based on the small uh, uh, the companies that they own, and and based and, and also tax the companies. So this was a big deal for Cinema, who Kirsten Cinema, who stands up and has been very consistent in standing up for private equity firms and hedge funds. She knocked the carried interest provision out of the bill, and and she knocked this out of the bill. This this was a last minute hang up. Uh, over the legislation. And interestingly, what happened was John Thune, the Senate minority whip, put in a uh, an amendment that would have um, that would have extended the state and local tax caps, which would have been a humongous problem for a lot of people, including Bob Menendez and people in the House of Representatives, a lot of people in the House of Representatives. Um, The they found a way out. Basically, they delayed another provision for two years. So this is just like the final wrangling over this bill. I guess let's talk about what this means, Anna. Um, it's it's a it's a big victory. If, if you look at what Schumer, Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, has done over the last six weeks, the Chips Plus Act, PACT Act, Sweden and Finland's accession to NATO, gun control, and reconciliation in a 50-50 Senate. I mean, I don't think we give enough credit to the fact or credence to the fact that it's a 50-50 Senate. I mean, uh, Republicans had been campaigning on repealing Obamacare for like a decade. They had 52, I think, seats at the time, and they couldn't do that. So they couldn't repeal that. And Democrats did this all with no Republican votes, the reconciliation package. And... um it's an impressive victory. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think when you look at it, and you, you know, just as you did, you lined all of those things up in kind of quick succession. Uh, I think one, really, you know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about, you know, Senator Chuck Schumer, untested leader in a very difficult, you know, kind of 
moment in this 50, longest, you know, kind of 50-50 Senate. Um, the interesting thing here is one person you didn't mention, President Joe Biden. He, when you look at this, and yes, of course, his he had different people that he had tasked to handle or try to help push things along, but he was not anywhere really close to any of those things uh, in terms of, you know, either kind of being in the in the Senate, having people to the White House, using the power of the presidency, this is really kind of almost divorced from that in a way, in and in I think an interesting way. I also think when you look at it, you know, at the end of the day, you know, with time and historians, he has... His two years as president in his first two years will go down as it's got to be as, you know, kind of legislatively successful as somebody like LBJ, right? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. Yes, that's my inclination. Um, And Biden is helped here by the fact that he has a, a pretty strong Senate majority leader at the moment. I mean, all of these pieces of legislation that they have passed, I mean, many of them were bipartisan. And the pressure came from within the Capitol. These were not White House driven processes for the most part, which is even more interesting because we've 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 seen for the last couple of years or the last couple of presidents, frankly, the uh, especially Trump and Obama, that the, the it was really a trickle down kind of top down White House to the Hill do this situation. That's not what we're seeing here. I mean, Chips was driven by the Hill. Pact Act was driven by the Hill. This reconciliation package was driven by the Hill. So it's just been an amazingly productive. And you know what the answer is, Anna? I don't know what this is going to do in 2022. And n- neither do you, neither does Brez, neither does anybody who works at Punchbowl News. And, and anybody who's suggesting that they know definitively what this is going to mean in 2022 is lying to you. You can make you can make supp- you can make assumptions about what it's going to do. I don't know. I don't think we have any idea. Um, but the the president has thirty something percent approval ratings. Uh, each race is won and lost on its own. But the, let's just say this for sure: Democrats have good things to talk about in this bill. Should they should they want to? They have popular things to talk about in this bill. Um, things that are objectively popular, right? I mean, things that if you look at public polling, they are popular. Um, so uh, we'll have to see how this shakes out. But it's it. That's kind of my thought about this. Yeah, yeah I don't disagree. I, mean, I think I agree with you. We don't know, but I think I will say this: I do think the body language of Democrats three months ago, especially in the House, was kind of, you know, dead man walking. A lot of people were just, the wave was coming. All of the sentiment was, you know, that it was going to be really, really, really difficult for Democrats. And to your point, I think that at least their kind of body language has changed because they do have some things to talk about, right? They do have, when it comes to a a lot of these, as you say, objectively popular things, right? Uh, The ability for... Uh, to negotiate for Medicare to negotiate with private insurers is is a big deal. I do think that that's going to be one question I have is is on this issue where the, the parliamentarians stripped out um, the provision for you know they had to have a, a vote on it to get to that sixty vote threshold on. Um, this Medicare provision, I, I really do wonder, I mean, it seems to me that this is going to be a perennial issue that is going to continue to come up and it's a, it's potentially a bad look for Republicans. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there, I would say there was a ton of stuff in this legislation that I was surprised that Republicans did, um, uh, I was surprised the votes Republicans took. I mean, I'm not going to, there were, <laughs> the process lasted for 
like 24 hours so we don't have to get into all of them but uh obviously um uh insulin there was just a ton of stuff in here that is just shocking to me um uh that republicans did so anyway this is a this this is a this was a long process that um provided good bad ammo on both sides anyway i think it's I, and we'll see by the way now it goes to the house um, and and that that happens on Friday, and we'll have to see what happens in the House. We don't expect much pro many problems, um, but you, you never know. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. What we're watching this week: the Senate is now gone for the rest of the month, and as you said, Jake, the House will return on Friday. We've got at least two things on our immediate radar. Number one, the funeral for uh, the late Representative Jackie Walorski, the Republican from Indiana, will be Thursday in Granger, Indiana. We anticipate a large number of members will attend. Of course, Walorski and two aides died in a tragic car accident on August 3rd. Um, also, Jake, the Consumer Price Index for July will be released Wednesday, and that's going to be an interesting kind of marker on inflation, the economy. Um, certainly, you'll see Republicans try to uh, potentially a- attack Democrats on this if, if if the numbers don't look good. That's right. Uh, that that will happen on Wednesday, and I don't think that anticipates. I don't. I don't anticipate. Rather, I don't. That's the words I'm looking for. Um, I don't think that will impact the vote in the House. It might. It might impact it slightly if it's very bad. But um, uh, it'll be just another data point for uh, people to talk about. All right, so the number three story of the morning, who we're watching, uh, probably no surprise here. Speaker Nancy Pelosi, top of that list. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has done his work, right? He's crafted and passed the reconciliation bill through his chamber, and now it's up to Pelosi to shepherd it to President Joe Biden's desk. She has very little room for error, Jake. I mean, it's going to be as tight as they come. That's right. Um, and, you know, we're we're not sensing any huge problems right now. The pro- thing we're sensing problems with, and this is, we could combine this, the next two kind of items here, the next two data points is the police funding uh, legislation. I, I I doubt, I don't doubt, but we are hearing skepticism that Democrats will pass police funding this week. That's something that Pelosi had indicated would happen when the House came back into session uh, for the reconciliation package. Um, but uh, it doesn't look it doesn't look good at this point. I mean, they're coming in for a day, and they got to clear this big package. We'll we'll have more about this in the days to come. But wanted to to mention that now. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Have a great Monday. Leave us a rating and review or share The Daily Punch. It's the best way for folks to find out about it. Uh, you can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.